You are listening to the Converge Media Network, uplifting our voices. Loyalty's my favorite characteristic of God, but finding it in it is hard. It's like trying to find God. You're the only one in your camp with cheese. You pay for everything they eat. Man, that insecurity is deep. Now I ain't said no names. These are just theories if you hear me, baby. It's home. You must admit it's kind of eerie, baby. Like them chemtrails in the sky. Grand Rising, everyone. Welcome to the day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. We got a fantastic, fabulous Friday in the works for you. I'm so excited for my guests here today. I got Miss Ebony Arunga in the building, the interim executive director of uh, director of Langston. So I'm excited because we get to talk about the vision that she has. So many of us are so uh, in love with Langston and have been over the years. To be honest, it is one of the most beloved entities in the Central District. So I'm so glad that Ebony has taken this charge and I can't wait to discuss more with her. And then later in the show, we got Dion, body mechanic Abdullah, hitting the set to give us another segment on Fitness Friday. But of course, y'all know this is the top of the show. So it's a great time to tag and share the stream. Participate with us, y'all. Go ahead, tag and share the stream with folks who you feel could benefit from a daily dose of dope right here on the day with Trey. If you can't watch our TV show, we definitely still have you covered because you can listen to us anywhere you find your favorite podcast. Just search Converge Media Network in the day with Trey. Y'all will find me on Google, Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, Apple Music. I mean, whichever platform is your favorite. I think there's like 200 of them. Shout out to everybody on our podcast team who's making that happen. Appreciate all that good work. But, you know, when I got two guests, y'all know it's time to get right into it. And I'm excited because... I am one of the biggest fans of Langston, so I got a lot of good questions for Miss Ebony. What up, Ebony? <laughs> What's up, Trey? Thank you so much for having me. Oh, this is fantastic. I mean, you know, saw, seeing the message, I was like, oh. I mean, I just literally took a breath in because I was like, yes, yeah, someone that we know in community because you have been a part of so many of the artistic forms and initiatives that have happened. So you really come with a breath of the need for this to be still a community staple. And before we talk about you taking this role, I want the people out there to know more about you and how you really have dedicated yourself to this and are a fitting shining example of what Langston needs in an executive director. Tell us more about some of that history. Wow. Thank you so much. Um, yeah, so I grew up at Langston. I got into the arts there uh, with the summer musical. Um, and, you know, my mom, I grew up in the central district of Seattle. So at that time, Langston, um, Douglas Truth Library, like these are places that I would go every day. Um, and so we did a lot of community events at Langston. We used to do Kwanzaa there. We used to have um, after school programming there. And I just really just fell in love with the building. Um, and so I would come in after school and just show up and be like, what can I do? You know, like, how can I stay? Um, and so we started after school programming at Langston. Um, with uh, Darcel Hayes and Isaiah Anderson and Denae Simone. Um, and I'm sure there's some people I'm forgetting, but like we were there every day just improving and like doing acting, you know, uh, exercises. Um, and then 
you know, there was a point where I was taking com computer cl classes in West Seattle with Miss um, Laversa Sullivan, rest in peace. Um, and she actually had me, she taught me graphic design. And so she had me do a graphic of Langston Hughes with his poetry. So it was his face and his poetry on the side. And I did like six or seven different poems of his and laminated them. And I took them to Langston and I hung them in the wall on the wall. And they stayed there for like six years. I remember I used to come back and be like, I did that. That's, that is mine. You know, and so Langston just was the beginning of my artistic journey. I, I ushered two trains running um, there. Every day I would show up. I was like 14 years old and I would show up every to every single show and just sit there and watch August Wilson's Two Trains Running. And I saw that Dr. Tanya Pettiford Waits was the director. And I was just like, wow, you know, like I never met her, but I was just like there at every single show. Um, fast forward to 2020, no, 2003. Um, I ended up at Seattle Central uh, Community College in Dr. T's class. Um, and I was just like, I, you know, like, I know your work. I know you. She was a huge mentor in my life, had, still is. And I followed her to Virginia Commonwealth University, where I went to school for stage management. Um, and so, yeah, like, you know, just every mentor, Steve Sneed, Vivian Phillips, like every person that I look up to, Jasmine Scott, like these People came out of Langston and they are also like my lifelong friends, mentors and everything. It's amazing. So so when we I'm, I'm just telling y'all, I wasn't playing and kidding around when we talk about really being uh, born and bred of the soil at Langston, your name rings through the halls. And it's great because, you know, for me, I was one of those kids that was like, Ooh, I missed every teen summer musical because I was always busy. And, and people were like, you never were in the musical. And I'm like, no, but I did get to do, uh, play little Bessie Smith at Langston alongside Miss Felicia B. Oh. Loud. Right. Yes. And, uh, and Nanaka BB Monet. Right. I mean, this was such an anchoring performance in my childhood and one that I will never forget. Right. Being at Garfield and being able to go there and do this show, but also being connected to so many of what you're talking about those after school programs there was all, like even my cousins going and bringing back stories so there's always something around what Langston was doing what they were putting on you know we need to be there as a family you know a lot of that same legacy and that that rich history is really why people continue to stay connected to Langston tell us a bit about how you're bringing your perspective now to the role as the interim executive director Thank you. I um, so yeah. I mean, I feel like my vision and the community's vision are similar. We all miss those days when um, you used to be able to walk up into Langston and just like turn on your boombox and rehearse your your dance that you were going to perform at school tomorrow, or you know, just have like access to the building, feel at home in the building, feel a sense of belonging. People know your name. People are like, hey, what's up? And they're greeting you and introducing you, you know, like introducing you to new things, putting you to work, <laughs> which I have definitely done to several people who have come to the building. Um, 
But yeah, so I'm looking for more ways to create that kind of access. You know, things have changed since that time. Um, at that time, it was a community center and the doors were unlocked. And now oftentimes the doors are locked at Langston. Um, so I'm looking for ways to create like drop-in rehearsal programs, meeting space. Um, one of the things that we did in 2020, um, I've been on the board for Langston for several years now. And in 2020, we did um, the Seattle Artists Relief Fund, where we raised over $1 million with Ijoma Luol and Gabriel Teodros um, to give out to artists who were like losing work during the pandemic. At the beginning of pandemic, we figured that out and we just got to raising. And the community showed up and showed out for that and sent like $20 at a time and we raised over a million dollars in that way. Um, so one of the programs that we really, really are looking forward to launching this year is a continuation of that. Right now we're calling it the Black Artist Support Program. Um, and so that is gonna be emergency funding for Black artists. It's also going to be a sustainability grant for a cohort of artists for over for a year. Um, and then we're also gonna couple it with artist development um, courses. And so the intention of that is to really just be there for our Black artists who are really just doing such a service to community. You know, we all go out every day and consume art. There is never an opportunity, there's never a day where you walk out of your house and you don't. Drink, you know, so like we're really looking for ways to close some of those gaps and give them a place where they belong. Well, I, uh, this is amazing. First off, I mean, as you were talking, I was reminded of the, the culture that we grew up with at Langston and it was about having strong leadership, but then it was really about the team. And I wanted to talk to you a little bit about how you infuse this vision and this approach to opening the doors to community once again at Langston throughout the team that you like were basically you inherited. Tell us a bit about how that kind of culture of belonging is being anchored in the ways that the team is now garnering this vision. Absolutely. So Sadiqa Iman is our uh, director. She's our programs director. And she has really been thinking about ways to um, create a lot of workshops and classes, right? So one of the things that we're focused on for 2024 is black health and wellness. Um, so we're looking at doing yoga classes. Um, we have this black Lindy Hopper who's, who has, who wants to come and do classes in the space. And we're, and anybody who wants to do classes, we really want to encourage y'all to reach out to us because we are, um, looking for ways to definitely like encourage us to get moving. I was talking to a friend just before I met, just before I came here and, you know, we were talking about how we sit at the computer all day and we don't move our bodies. And so one of the things that we want to do is encourage that. Um, we're also doing, we have a lot of people asking to do one woman shows and one man shows, one person shows. And so like, we recognize that our people want to tell their stories and their stories deserve to be heard. In fact, we have Lakima Bell um, is going to be doing a show this Saturday. It's going to be Tell It Like It Is. 
get your tickets. Um, and so, yeah, so the, we're going to do a one person show festival next year. Um, we are Isabella Price, who's our film program manager. She's going to be doing a black Comic-Con next year. We're looking at the diversity of blackness. So we want to make sure that, you know, not all like we're all into different things as black folks. We're not a monolith. We know that. And so we really want to find the different ways we're going to be doing burlesque. We're going to be, we're also just opening it up for people who want to partner with us to reach out to us and to just tell us what it is they want to do. Last night we had an event um, where we, it was a community meet and greet. And we asked people to tell us like, what kind of, what is your vision for Langston? What, what kind of events, what kind of artists, should be on our radar. Like, what are we not thinking about? You know, somebody said that they wanted to see something related to science. And I just am so open to that. Like, I think anything that we want to do as Black folks, we are geniuses. We are brilliant. We have every, we have, we created pretty much everything. So like, we can really just do it like whatever people want to do. I love this opening up and really hearing from community to, uh, to really fuel the part, the programs and partnerships that y'all are doing. Cause that's really key. And it's so essential to how we grew up at Langston, right? It was like, I mean, who would have known that we just had brilliant minds unless you were there in the building and, you know, going through the halls, you understood, man, wait a minute. I know Steve Sneed is here, but look at all these amazing folks that are bringing their brilliance to this space. Uh, and yourself included, this is really exciting for me. Uh, and I know for so many folks out there, that really are excited about Langston and have always been excited about Langston. I mean, we have a real time right now to be geared in the right direction. And sounds like you have uh, not only some amazing vision, uh, but also a great team to help you execute the vision. I want you to give your time a little bit here to the camera and to the folks out there. Let them know how they stay connected and plugged in with Langston. And if they got those ideas, how do they get them to y'all? All right. So first of all, our website, LangstonSeattle.org. Um, and also our Instagram is 206 Langston and our Facebook is Langston Seattle. So hit us up there. If you are interested in doing a program um, at Langston and you want to partner with Langston to do it, reach out to myself, Ebony Arunga at Langston Seattle. Sorry. Let me say that again, ebony at langstonseattle.org. And also reach out to Sadiqwa, who is our program manager, our program director. And her email is Sadiqwa, S-A-D-Q-I-Q-U-A, S-A-D-I-Q-U-A at um, langstonseattle.org. Reach out to us, our our channels are open and we are just really grateful for all of our black artists and black cultural workers. We would love to have a lot more conversations as well. So if you have a conversation that you think we should be having as a black community, please reach out to us for that too. Thank you. Ah, Ebony in the building. Thank you so much for joining me today. And thank you for taking on this amazing opportunity to bring your brilliance to the vision of Langston. And I'm so excited for you. Thank you so much for having me, Triana. Yes. I really appreciate Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And anytime y'all got something going on, this is the space. Bring it right here. Y'all got a show. Y'all got a conversation, an event. Please don't forget about the day with Trey. It's your home <laughs> as well. So just come on by. Let me know what we need to be educating the folks on and making sure we amplify all the work that's happening there. Thank you. Absolutely. I will. Okay. <laughs> y'all, I told you 
fabulous, fantastic Friday. But you know, up next, we got Dion, body mechanic, mm, Abdullah. My my guns aren't there yet, but that's okay. I'm working on it. <laughs> He's coming up next to give us a great segment on Fitness Friday. Y'all don't want to miss this. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Trey Holiday here, and it is about that time to get our kids back into school. So, of course, it's also a great time to make sure they are up to date on all of their vaccinations. You can find free vaccination events all throughout King County, and they are giving out COVID-19 vaccines, boosters, all the vaccinations you need to make sure your kids are ready to start their school year off right. Go to kingcounty.gov forward slash find a clinic to find a free vaccine vaccination event near you. The new COVID-19 updated booster provides the best protection available right now. So don't wait. Stay safe this summer and get your updated booster today. To find a free vaccine provider near you, go to kingcounty.gov forward slash vaccine. Get ready for a night of solid gold with the Temptations. Please don't me, girl. The four tops. Same night, same stage. The Temptations and the Four Tops together live. The Fifth Avenue Theater presents Disney's The Little Mermaid, the musical. Live on stage this September, Ariel soars above the stage to find the world of her dreams and a life of romance and adventure. Featuring your favorite songs and characters, performing just for you at the beautiful Fifth Avenue Theater in downtown Seattle. Tickets are on sale now. Fun for the whole family to enjoy together. And special pricing for groups of 10 or more. Only at the Fifth Avenue Theater. Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. Joining me right now is our resident <laughs> fitness coach, Dion Body Mechanic, Abdullah. What up, Body hey, Mechanic? Hey, good to be here again. I'm here. Yeah, you are here. <laughs> and, you know, I love what we're going to discuss today because right. you want to talk about, you know, how our body is speaking to us and how our body's responding to certain things. Tell us a little bit more about this, Dion. Yes, yes. So, uh, Absolutely. Our body speaks to us all day. I mean, for instance, my hair was telling me to put a hat on today, right? Jamon Camp Honcho brand. I love this hat. You know, good shout out to him. But um, one of my athletes, and one thing I do tell him is listen to your body. And I want to apply this to everybody listening right now. Um, your body is communicating with you through stimulus. That's how your body knows to interact with you. And many times we are unaware or not paying attention to those signs. And once again, just letting, allowing alarm sensors to continue on and nag and grind at gears. We end up with these chronic conditions. Um, arthritis many times can be, um, can, can be prevented. Um, high blood pressure. You know, once again, I can keep going through the list of things I've already went through on many episodes before. But what I really want to get into is a certain type of stimulus, right? Your body is – 
calling for you to rest, nourish, stretch, apply pressure, strengthen, and increase metabolic or cardiovascular burn, right? So it's kind of six different elements that no matter where you go into throughout your life, you're going to accomplish, um, you're going to um, run into either one or a multitude of those six different factors. Well, so, mm -hmm. you know, for, for someone out there who may not understand what that even means, right, right. you know, right, how do you, what are some of those key areas that you can identify in terms of your body trying to communicate something specific to you? Right. Well, there's out of those six, two categories. One is a necessity, right? Rest and nourishment. You know what I mean? We have to know when to shut our bodies off. That's where those hours of sleep comes into, you know what I mean? That fatigue level and nourishment. Any type of fatigue, any type of laziness, any type of lack of concentration um, is going to be a direct sign to rest and nourishment. That's going to be the first thing I look at when we're talking about lagging. So once again, anytime it's fatigue or once again, a lack of focus, I immediately look at nutrition and rest. Right now we have the other scope of that, right? Performance, um, 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 actual durability, strength, functionality, balance, control. Um, those are going to be those other four factors, right? A stretch stimulus, a pressure stimulus, which pressure is a big roundabout thing for therapy, just as much as stretch. Strengthening, and once again, that cardiovascular metabolic burn, which is the the repetitive motion, the how many times I can walk or stand for a certain amount of time. That's what you call postural cardio metabolic burn to actually keep you engaged the whole time. So the factors that I look at is, first of all, what is my energy levels telling me? That's the first and foremost. Without energy, all else is done. Without rest and nutrition, the rest is already added downhill. So I automatically always want to stress. And this is a big thing for gym goers, right? We think the first thing is up at three in the morning and studiers. I'm going to study late at night and I get in and, and, and I'm busy. I work all day. I haven't taken a day off. And we in America, we brag about that. We love that. But in actuality, the priority is actually rest and nourishment right the two things we don't got time for meal prep and rest right the irony of it all right <laughs> but the sex question after that if, if it's not your energy right we need to immediately move to the functionality piece and once again stiffness breeds stretch any stiffness breeds stretch achiness breeds a type of pressure that could be rubbing, that could be exfoliation, that could be trigger point therapy, that could be myofascial release, different forms of therapy, foam rolling, all that's concluded in pressure, right? It can be, um, I call it muscle endurance. That's a sign to go do more cardio, right? If you're putting a few things on the shelf, you're like, whoo, or we all kind of went up the steps one time and realized, why did one flight of stairs exhaust me like this? Cardio, your body's telling you to do cardio. And once again, any shakiness or uh, you know, lose a balance or kind of unstability, strengthening. So, mm -hmm. so th I mean, again, so you're talking about, uh, you know, nutrition and rest is one and then functionality really as that kind of second piece here in terms of you being able to identify these areas of your body that are speaking to you in a specific way. I mean, we, we've talked about like, okay, the need to stretch or the need to, you know, be intentional. I think about your movements wherever you are at work. If you're, you know, here on the 
computer all day. You need to get up. You need to move your body. But I love the the ideas of what your body is saying to you. So I'll tell y'all, Dion had me working on the core this week very strongly, right? And for the last few days, all I could feel is that, right? And so it's really interesting because uh, for me, I feel like that is one of those responses I'm looking forward to when I'm working out because I care so much about my core. I'm like, I just want to get all of this tight, right? I want to get that stubborn belly fat down and not be so stubborn, right? <laughs> um, so how do you respond to, at, like after the workout, post-workout, your body is now showcasing to you, yeah, we feel that you work this area out. What types of things are is the body saying to us at that point, Dion? You know what? And that's a good question because all those six elements I said, they're phases, right? You're not eating when you're sleeping. You're not necessarily stretching when you're strengthening and vice versa, right? So so um, how do you transfer between stages, right? So you just did strengthening, right? We just wrecked the workout, right? So the moment and certain things kind of fall in sequential order with these things. Your body naturally understands what we what it needs if we listen to it more. When you wake up in the morning, you naturally stretch stiffness, right? If you hit yourself, oh, pain, the gate pain theory, physical therapy, right? You start, if you know you're going to do something extraneous, what do you start doing? All right. Let me get ready. You start to naturally warm up, naturally get your heart rate up, you know? Um, so you kind of see your body naturally kind of do things, right? And all we want to do is exaggerate that in the best way possible. So that hunger pain, yes, the body's naturally telling you're hungry. The alarm system's working perfectly. Now, what you feed it, that's a different story. <sighs> alarm system is working perfectly. How you rest? That's where the difference comes in. Once again, and just knowing how to transfer. So listen to your body. If you, and listen to the feeling. So right now you're feeling the soreness, which is DOM, delayed onset muscle soreness. That's automatically going to breed a type of stiffness. So the next thing you want to listen to is when you're feeling kind of stiff, immediately stretch out. So honestly, you want to know the antagonistic things, the synergy with, between things. Stretch brings opening for stiffness. Weakness brings strengthening, tiredness brings cardio and rest, kind of talking about muscle endurance or fatigue. And once again, um, you need nourishment the whole time to really sustain all those and listen to your body. If I ate a piece of meat today and I did abs, huh, I didn't do as many. I ate some watermelon, some um, kale, I'm just saying, and I was able to do a few reps more. Lock it in. You know what I mean? We're going to start to listen to those stimulation. And one thing, it's okay. This is, you don't need to get it all purpose. And I think purpose is this gauge it you know what i mean okay let me up it here lower it here it's, it's all about tweaking everybody is different yeah yes. this is such a great topic <laughs> dion i love that we could give the folks some tips on this of course how do they get connected with you if they're looking to get in the gym like me and feel the soreness and know how to stretch how do they connect with you and holistic coalition yes hopefully connected as a holistic coalition well for one we gotta get on langston right another great program hopefully we'll bring this bring azuma back to you I am now a Zoom instructor now to add on to the to the great things. You can also catch me coming up October 28th from 12 to 4 at Rainier Community Center for a health fair. We're going to be folding bodies up all day there. And I come with a lot of other provider friends that's going to be doing a lot of other great things for the community. So you definitely don't want to miss that this October 28th. And once again, you want to go to www.holisticcoalitionnw.com to get your services with me, to find out when the classes, when the next events are. And as you know, I will be participating in the Pacific Northwest Massage Championship in Portland this coming up next week. So I'll be sure to bring the gold back to Seattle, y'all. 
Yes. Uh, all the great things, Dion. Thank you so much for everything you're doing in community and for being present at these events. We need it. We need more exposure to this. For those who have been like, I'm not sure if that's for me. I love that you are everywhere doing all the things. Shout out to you and Holistic Coalition for all the work you're doing. Thanks so much. Oh, y'all, I'm telling you, fantastic and fabulous Fitness Friday. Y'all, I get to wrap up all of this fantabulousness right after this short break. Stay tuned. You're watching The Day with Trey. Get ready for a night of solid gold with The Temptations and The Four Tops. Same night, same stage, The Temptations and The Four Tops together live. Our Queen of Converge checking in from my Alaska Airlines flight to remind you that she can watch Art of the Matter as a part of Alaska Airlines in-flight entertainment. Episodes 1 featuring Moses Sun and both of our police episodes featuring Kevin Morales and Pin Cayetano are available now at 30,000 feet. See you in the friendly skies. up everybody trey holiday here and it is about that time to get our kids back into school so of course it's also a great time to make sure they are up to date on all of their vaccinations you can find free vaccination events all throughout king county and they are giving out covid19 vaccines boosters all the vaccinations you need to make sure your kids are ready to start their school year off right go to kingcounty.gov forward slash find a clinic to find a free vaccine vaccination event near you oh there it is Welcome back, everyone, to The Day with Trey. I'm your host, Trey Holiday. What a great, fantastic Friday today. Huge shout out to my guest, Miss Ebony Arunga, Interim Executive Director of Langston. Y'all heard all of the great things that they're going to be doing. That's what we were just doing, still talking about some amazing opportunities to bring that open door feel back to Langston that we grew up knowing and loving. So glad that she's there to really usher that in. And of course, always a huge shout out to Dion Body Mechanic Abdullah, letting us know to listen to what our bodies are trying to tell us. And as he was talking about it, I was literally like trying to stretch my core and make sure I listen to what my body is telling me. But of course, I want y'all to be inspired as I was by what my guests here shared today. You know, this is always that space where I can connect you to the community in the best ways that I can and connect you to the opportunities to see some of these amazing shows that come here to our area by bringing performers on. And it's something for me where I get the exposure to talk to these amazing folks. And every day I'm inspired. Y'all know this. So 
no matter if it's you doing some fitness work or you being in the cultural art community, find your way to see yourself as a part of the solution. We will all be better for it. And for me, y'all, until Monday at 11 a.m. Peace. Converge Media produces culturally relevant content for Black and urban audiences. Our coverage is raw, transparent, and objective, praised by community leaders, government officials, and residents. Support Converge Media today via Venmo, Cash App, or PayPal at Converge Media.